Hi, you're listening to WRBH Radio, 88.3 FM. This is your host in New Orleans by mouth, Chef Amy Sins. And here in the studio with me today, I have Miss Carol Markowitz with Noki. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me here, Amy. I'm so glad you came in. And I kind of feel like the first question should always be, Nochi or Noki? Oh my gosh, I am so glad you asked that right off the bat. And I also appreciate that you said it, you pronounced it correctly. It is Noki. It is spelled like Nochi, N-O-C-H-I, but um, the board determined that we would pronounce it Enoki, and they said, well, we named it, we get to decide how you pronounce it, and it's pronounced Noki. <laughs> I like that. So for everyone out there, Noki, Noki, Noki. Like but, the food. Like the food, but now you have to tell us what Noki is. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, In addition to being a food, Noki stands for New Orleans Culinary and Hospitality Institute. It is a new culinary school that's about to open its doors in just a couple weeks um, in early January of 2019. Um, It is a post-secondary school designed to help people get started in their careers in the hospitality industry. Are you finding that more and more people are excited and interested about learning about food and like there's just this need for training? Absolutely. Well, I think if, especially if you live in New Orleans, you read a headline almost every other month about how there's just so much need for talented and qualified, um, you know, people working in the restaurant industry and the hotels and in all the various places in New Orleans that need this kind of talent. And then on the other, on the other hand, I think you see, you know, there is so much interest. I mean, now it's so common with television shows and competitions and food trucks and everyone's just so fascinated by food and careers in food that I think that it's not just a fad or a trend, but it's something that is going to be here to stay in terms of um, a passion that people have. Now, so do you think that um, like as a person who would want to go to culinary school or learn about culinary school, what are they learning where they are like once they enroll compared to just trying to read books on their own or or get a job in the kitchen? What kind of foundation are they getting I by think, choosing school? Yeah, I think going to a real brick-and-mortar school as opposed to trying to do it on your own through the Internet or through books is really that hands-on um, learning experience that you get in a teaching or in a teaching kitchen, essentially, that really is the big differentiator between going to culinary school and trying to, to learn, like, you know, through books. Um, And the beauty of what we've done with Noki in our curricula is that we even took it a step further and to say, well, geez, why are like so many kids dropping out of culinary school and not just even culinary school, but college, college degree programs. And we looked specifically, obviously, at culinary degree programs. And what we what we chose to do, our approach is that we eliminated a lot of the lecture and the theory hours that you get in a regular degree program but we kept every single last hour of the lab hours that you get of the hands-on kitchen hours that you spend in culinary school. And we've kept all that. So in a hundred days time in our, in our program, you're still getting 650 hours of instruction, which is includes as many lab or kitchen hours as you get in a comparable two-year degree program. Wow. And only a fraction of those like theory and lecture hours. So it's less book studying and lecture and it's more all the hands-on. Well, you know, and to me that's so important because I feel like just Americans in general, our attention spans are shorter. Whether we're students or we're at work or we're doing whatever, we do tend to have a 
shorter attention span, but the more engaged we are, yeah. the more we're learning and getting involved. And I feel like that hands-on is truly engaging, but it gives them like a safe space if that makes sense, like to make a mistake and to learn. Whereas if you're... You're not getting barked at for yes. making a mistake in a real kitchen. <laughs> Absolutely. Although we are going to try to create more of that high pressure environment so that, you know, when they walk out into the real world after our program, that they're going to be used to kind of, you know, uh, producing and, and working in a real world environment or more of a real world environment. So, so do you um, have a team member that just gets every day, gets to rotate and go, hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's our <laughs> instructional staff. They're, they're great. They're calling it like production lab where instead of like, for example, maybe being, and I'm, I'm, this is like an extreme example, but maybe in, a, in another kind of college degree program, you might get to break down one chicken like once in that whole time you're at culinary school. Well, at Noki, we like to be able to try to um, create an environment where you might have to, have to break down 100 chickens. And so yes. it's just getting more of that muscle memory built almost into your hands and in your brains about how to do that so that it really sticks with you in a way that if you've only done it once and then you had to read about the theory and all the other stuff behind it, you're going to walk into a kitchen, you know, as a line cook and really kind of start at a different place than you would hopefully after the Noki program where you would have done the 100 chickens and, like, you remember. <laughs> right. And, you know, maybe you get to chicken number five and you look at your instructor and you're like, but what, what is this right here? And it's probably the same answer you would get from reading a book, but when you're hearing it while you're doing it, you're you're immersed in learning. Right, right. So I I had a guy that came to my house just recently. He was delivering a, a washing machine to my house. And he goes, oh, you're a chef. I always wanted to be a chef. My dream is to go to culinary school. And I would say he was in his 40s. He had been, you know, delivering uh, appliances for quite some time. Is he the right student? Or are you looking for someone who's just getting out of high school and says, I want to I want to be a chef? He's absolutely the right student, and so is the 18-year-old coming out of high school. Um, it's really our program. These first two programs we're launching in January um, in culinary arts and bacon and pastry arts. They're designed for people without any experience or prior training in either of those areas. So um, you can be the career changer. I think we have had a couple applications from folks in their 60s and 40s to 60s, and then um, starting in the fall of 2019, we'll start to see the um, the beginning of like our traditional student coming right out of high school. Um, but it's really common nowadays for at all and any and all culinary degree programs nationally that you see a real mix between that traditional student coming right out of high school and your non-traditional that could be anywhere from in their 20s all the way on up. So it's really designed for any type of person. Um, at any age, from any background, and you don't even have to have any prior training or education. So you don't make them chop an onion before they can get in. You no, teach them we how don't. to do it. Exactly. Well, th what should a student expect? Like if they go through that program and they have this, you know, amazing hundred day intensive, you know, morning till afternoon program, when they finish, what should they be able to do? Well, they're gonna they're gonna be able to hit the ground running at a line cook level and really hopefully knock some socks off at, at you know restaurants and hotels and other sort of production real world production environments like that. Um, so 
and they can expect to be um, having their choice of jobs, I, uh, I would expect, because the demand, like I said at the beginning Absolutely. of the segment, is just so high that I anticipate they're going to have way more offers than they would have probably expected. <laughs> and, you know, it is so important. And we have so many restaurants here uh, in New Orleans, but I think across the country, restaurants are seeing that they need people who are qualified and who you don't have to teach what to do and they can hit the ground running because right. it makes the operation so much more efficient. Absolutely. I think the phrase that really sticks in my mind, because we've, we've done a lot of, um, you know, focus group sessions with people from the industry and they're like, we just want people that are that show up and are going to be ready to work. And so we're hoping to do a little bit better than that and not they're not just ready to work, but that they also can get the job done. But um, I laugh because I've been getting calls, you talk about that demand for years now, even well before we even started construction from people even from out of state asking to like start hiring our students. So I'm like, if you can call back in a couple years, I'd be happy to send some to you. But um, anyways, it's it's just that, it's just that high, that demand. Do you think the fact that they're training in New Orleans too helps to increase that demand? Do you think people are like, wow, they they learned in New Orleans because we're such a food city? Or do you think it's the people who are running this organization and the, the school itself that they're just saying, this is why we want them? Well, I hate to give you like a non-answer, but I think it's a little bit of everything. Uh -huh. I mean, I think the fact that we are working with the, culinary, the CIA consulting on our curricula and we're hiring like world-class instructors, we're offering the program out of brand new, you know, new or newly renovated facilities in a prime downtown location in this fabulous, fabulous culinary city of New Orleans. I mean, you put that all together and it's really in our, in our minds, it's, I mean, I can't think of a better, um, a better place to do your culinary training. So I think it's a little bit of all those factors that I think are going to put, um, our, our graduates in particular, at a very high demand. You know, I, I got caught up in it this morning. For my listeners out there, uh, Carol was nice enough to give me a tour of the facility. And it, the excitement that, that I felt walking in the door going, everything is shiny. Everything is new. Everything is beautiful. And I just can't even imagine being those first, you know, 16 to 20 students who walk in the door and, like, they get... They get to cook on brand new equipment. It's not broken equipment that's been run down and dirty <laughs> and all that good stuff. I mean, this is when you say state of the art. Yeah, it's uh, you know I could hear the choir of angels when I, I'm like, oh, I want this kitchen, right? Well, my director of admissions, Alex Andrade, like we've we've started working out of the building just for um, a few weeks now. And so the difference of being able to actually walk prospective students through that building is just made a night and day difference. I mean, because to your point, the space alone almost would sell itself, right, in terms of the program. But um, people, it just has that effect. I mean, it's everything. It's just the space and the everything that you mentioned. And um, we actually like to think and talk a lot about, even at a younger age, the people from our community that maybe get to come in on a field trip or come come and do like a summer camp program, but that how they're going to be moved and affected by just walking into that space and being like, wow, like one day I might be able to go to culinary school here, like in my own city. That's that's an amazing opportunity that just hadn't existed before. So I love it. It makes me so happy. And, you know, I think a lot of times people will go, oh, two years to study it. Right. <laughs> I'm going to try to do this on the side. But you can really life gets it in the out, way, right? Yeah, when it's when you have to do anything for two or four years, I mean, 
there's just life life will get in the way. And so that's what you're seeing. I think a statistic that's really stuck in my mind is that I think they say only a third of high school graduates these days will actually complete a college degree of, wow. any, of any length. So um, it's just the new reality. I'm not endorsing that situation, but it's just the facts. So um, I think that by virtue of having a program that's 100 days but intensive, we're hoping to kind of help meet or fill a niche that just hasn't um, been filled yet in here in this in this area. So what do you what are you telling your students who are going to start in the you know in January? Like how are they preparing? What what are they doing to get mentally ready and and to jump in? How are you preparing them for it? Well, I mean, there's there's some logistics involved. They're getting size and coming in to get fitted for their um, their chef coats, which are gonna you know have the Noki emblem and their name on it. And then of course, like our major donors and sponsors will. Um, be on their chef codes. Um, they're also preparing to come in for um, a half-day orientation uh, right before classes start where they'll get to meet the staff and learn more about, you know, the the procedures of the school as well as, like, the basic operations of the building where they'll be, you know, attending school every day. So there isn't really a whole lot. Um, we're preparing them just in terms of what to expect a little bit before the orientation, but a lot of that will just happen during the orientation. For my listeners out there, after I got to see the space and look, and the space is massive. It's massive. And then I went, oh, my goodness, 16 students get to be in this gigantic, amazing space for 100 days. And with that small class ratio, I can't even begin to imagine the the camaraderie and the like how together and cohesive that group is going to be after a hundred days in that space together and knowing they're getting all that personal attention. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just the attention they're going to be able to get internally from our own staff at Noki to our board members and then, of course, to industry. And even, you know, we're so blessed to have a lot of press coverage already for the school. I mean, it's a lot for these students that they're going to be able to get as part of our inaugural class. So it's a truly special opportunity for I'd say the students probably all throughout our first year because it's going to be this thing that is, you know, is is um, everyone's, you know, has their eyes on with anticipation and excitement for, for these lives that are hopefully going to be changed by this experience at Noki. So it's truly exciting. That is awesome. What about for, you know, the general public, for people who are like, I, you know, I don't really want to go to culinary school. I love food. Right. I like to cook. Can they see the space? Is there? Can they buy food that your chefs cook? What what options are available for them? Okay, and them by them we call the them uh, we call them enthusiasts. Enthusiasts. So we do have a, a lineup of enthusiast programs that we're going to be developing, and I believe in the next couple by the end of this week. Our first, um, our initial lineup of classes for the first quarter of next year will be um, on our website at www.noki.org under the enthusiast um, category or page. And um, people can sign up to just drop in and take a one and a half hour demonstration class all the way up to like a three, four hour hands-on cooking class in one of our teaching kitchens. So we're going to start there, and then really the sky's the limit. I mean, eventually, of course, we'll be doing things, like I mentioned, in terms of summer programs for the youth, um, doing longer format like boot camps. So maybe, you know, instead of like just doing your traditional bachelor party, you know, and hitting up Bourbon Street every day, maybe you guys, maybe a bunch of guys will come into town and do like a weekend boot camp for 
husbands or new husbands. Uh, uh, yes. I, <laughs> or I, new fathers. I, I don't know. How about that? that? I support that. If my husband had learned to cook in a boot camp, he'd be even more amazing. Right. right? <laughs> so we'll, we'll really look to explore a bunch of different formats over time. But f- to start, we're going to launch with these shorter format classes that are just going to range from one and a half to like three, four hours. Um, I, I love it because when I pulled up the the enthusiast course page, the first thing that popped up is knife skills. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is probably the number one thing when people say, oh, I love to cook, but gosh, I wish I could learn how right. to chop better. You and can't even keep up on those YouTube tutorials if you can't chop like the person that's doing the chopping. And so... I'm definitely going to sign up for that class. So if you if you probably don't need it though. <laughs> well, I will say that I did have a chef one year for Christmas that she bought me a cutting board with lines on it mm-hmm. because she told me that I needed to improve my knife skills. I like <laughs> to think that I have gotten better, but I am not opposed to taking a knife skill class because uh, your skills. I think that's with cooking. Your skills can always get better. Yeah, you can always continue to develop and evolve. Absolutely, so. and I believe that class in particular. We're so fortunate to have. Um, Chef Susan Spicer will be teaching that one. Oh, so amazing. These classes are also an opportunity for us to get our local as well as visiting talent from around the world engaged in some of the programming at Noki. So it won't just be our Noki instructors teaching all those classes, but, you know, using it as an opportunity to get broader engagement from the culinary community. It's great. And there is a whiskey class, y'all. So. I was going to say, I cannot <laughs> leave the subject without making it very clear to all your listeners that they won't just be... Um, cooking and about food, but will also be about cocktails and wine. Um, and being in the city of New Orleans we and having such a rich cocktail culture especially, we couldn't possibly not have a good, um, you know, a good um, a set of offering of, of wine and cocktail classes. So stay tuned for more of those as well. Oh, it's just so exciting. And I, I think it's another kind of infusion of life and excitement in the food community here in New Orleans. And I, I feel like we're in this constant, like, what's the next big cool food thing that is right. happening in New Orleans? You know, new restaurants opening. And I feel like we got this for the, you know, the start of the new year. We we know what the new and exciting thing is. But the fact that y'all are still developing means that next year something else is going to happen. So. Um, I have way more many dreams and wishes and ideas for the things that we could do at Noki than we could possibly execute. So we'll be having new you know new and exciting things to announce for years to come i have no doubt about that <laughs> well, so carol i have to ask you this question cuz you know we're sitting here we're talking about noki we're talking about food we're talking about chefs how did you get involved in food <laughs> <laughs> well i had a feeling you might ask <laughs> if i had to answer in three words it's entrepreneurship love for my new newly adopted hometown city and a woman named T. Martin. So to kind of like, you know, fill fill in the blanks in between there. I mean, um, I think if you were to have asked any like entrepreneurial minded person in this city who understands the importance of food, particularly in this city, um, you'd get their attention. But when if it's T. Martin is, you know, the person who's um, t- saying that to you and then ask for your help, if you know the woman, I'm sure you do. I don't know how you could refuse. And literally, that's what happened. I, I moved here in 2011, got engaged in the entrepreneurial community through a nonprofit called the Idea Village, had lunch with Timar and said she needed my help, and I couldn't say no. So <laughs> here I am five years later, and it's just been an absolute 
I can't even say. It's just been a labor of true love um, and passion for the city and what food means to it and what it will continue to mean for the city for years to come. I mean, I think in so many ways, the city's been at the forefront of culinary and hospitality for much of its 300 years. But, you know, like you're saying, you always have to invest in in keeping that position and you can't just rest on your laurels. And I think Noki and having a place, a resource for the city and for the industry at large, you know, for training and education and in food and in entrepreneurship, um, you know, is a way to is a way to help keep New Orleans standing as a world class food city. So absolutely. And you know, I love that people are moving to the city and falling in love with it and embracing it. Yes. And answering the call when New Orleanians say, hey, come help too. <laughs> You're like, sure. <laughs> yeah. My, a lot of times people ask, like, why um, we moved to New Orleans and it's really for no other reason than we just fell in love with the city. We didn't really know anybody. We just showed up. <laughs> well, so did you come on vacation? Or well, you my, just... my, my mom had gotten remarried to somebody and moved to Baton Rouge. So for, you know, a good number of years, I've been coming to visit. Um, and I always love the city. And then when I got married, I got my husband hooked on New Orleans and we're like, let's let's move. So I, I love that. I joke all the time. Uh, I'll say if I meet a tourist or someone from out of town visiting and I go, hey, well, is this your first visit? Some, you know, raise their hand. Yes. Well, who's been here three times? And they raise their hand and I go, I got a guy because you're looking for a realtor because you want to move here because you don't come visit New Orleans three times without absolutely falling in love with this space. That's so. true. That's absolutely true. I, I can't imagine living anywhere else now, to be honest. So what do you see, at, you know, for the future of New Orleans and the in the food world? Are, where do you see us going from here? Well, my hope for where we go from here is that we help play a leadership position in helping to move the industry towards the ideals of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and that New Orleans can also become a leader in contributing this ongoing development and discussion around how to create a healthier, more equitable, and sustainable food system. I know for a lot of people listening to your radio show right now, they might be like, what? But, That's a lot of words. But, but these are yes. things that I think the food community at large and the and restaurant and hospitality industry at large recognize already as things that we need to be talking about and working towards. And I feel that New Orleans, maybe in, in large part as a result of Noki, can help move New Orleans towards playing a leadership role in all those areas. So that's where I see, where I wish us to move and be, be you know, where where I wish the future to, um, what, what I wish for the future to look like for us. So as, you know, leaders and are playing a leadership in that role, is that us helping other cities and communities change the way they think? Is that us being, setting a standard? How do you see, what yeah. does leadership look like? I think it starts by setting the standard in the way that we run businesses and the way that our industry t t treats its employees so that then down the road, further down the road, we can export that knowledge and that expertise to other cities and and really play like, you know, I always talk about we have the opportunity to be global thought leaders in these areas because we are Yes. like at the forefront of culinary and hospitality and have been for so long. We've just got to 
keep pushing the envelope and looking forward to the future about what other new ways can we play, continue to play that kind of role? And I, the thought that you can, that Noki will be training students, that will be ingrained in what they're learning is kind of just the building block. And then as you send those new graduates out into the world, they do have those ideals and values already set, and hopefully they're bringing that to wherever they land. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, it all starts somewhere, and I believe that um, having this resource come to life in 2019 through, you know, Noki and this school, really there's just so much opportunity for the impact it can have, not only just in terms of jobs, and, you know, careers, but also like t- the type of issues that we were just talking about. So gives me goosebumps almost. Uh, same here. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell our listeners how they can find out a little bit more about Nogi, where y'all are located and how they can apply? Sure. Well, I'll start with your the, the last um, question, which is how you can apply and find out more information in general. I would definitely encourage people to go to our website, www.nochi.org. We are located in the Central Business District of New Orleans, right near Lee Circle on Howard Avenue. The address is 725 Howard Avenue. Um, we will have a cafe that's open to the public um, and open during our business hours, Monday through Saturday. So feel free to come on by and have a, a bite to eat for breakfast or lunch or maybe um, sometime soon drop in for a demonstration class downstairs in the cafe. Otherwise, you um, might, while you're there, sign up for a tour of the space and, you know, you have a reason to come back. Um, But better yet, I hope that you'll be able to sign up for an enthusiast class um, in January and come on by and be one of our first enthusiast students. Yes. And, you know, you may not wear the fancy coat as an enthusiast, but you can say you were one of the first student groups that went through there for sure. Absolutely. But if you are interested at all in starting or, you know, or looking into a career, I highly encourage you to reach out to my admissions director and you can just email admissions at noki.org and Alex Andrade will respond to you right away and we'd be happy to um, bring you in for a personal tour. Feel free to bring your parents or your kids or your whoever you want to bring with you and and just take that first step. you got nothing to lose. I mean, just come take a look, talk to us and learn more about about what we're doing and what we can do for you in your career. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Carol. For our listeners out there, we have Ms. Carol Markowitz with Noki uh, here in the studio. You've been listening to WRBH Radio 88.3 FM. This is your host in New Orleans by mouth, Chef Amy Sins. Until next time, ciao.